Maybe you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. Once you start making your own drinks, it's um. Once you, you mean once you start stealing your own drinks? I didn't steal the drinks. I stole the ingredients. Yeah, you stole all the ingredients and made it. That how is that not stealing a drink? Because if I hadn't made the drink, it would have just been a bunch of fucking ingredients. <sighs> so the, you birthed the drink into existence. Yeah, I mixed it up. Yeah, you kind of created the drink. Mm-hmm. So the drink should thank you. Uh, so should the Marianos you stole it from. They were good, good, very good Negronis. Well, I would hope you'd like them. You made them. That'd be weird if you're like, yeah, they weren't very good. No, they were good. Yeah, well, you probably make them the way you like them. They're really easy to make. Yeah, I bet. It's just three ingredients. Am I on? You, yeah, we're on, right? I can't hear my voice. You can't hear your voice? That no. must be really disappointing for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can hear it reverberate through my bones, but oh, there I am. Now I'm loud. Oh, wow. You you having a good time so far? Uh yeah. This is a great this is a great episode. <laughs> As you are listening to the Comedy Butcher podcast, I am Joe Noodleman. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's new, Joe? Well, you didn't introduce yourself, Max. All right, that's I'm my, well known. That's Max Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> really, just kind of left me hanging there. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny if um. It'd be funny to do live. <laughs> you said, I'm Joe Noodleman, and then I pause and go, we got a great show for you tonight. <laughs> Maybe you look like a real asshole. <laughs> That'd be funny. Just, hey, let me introduce myself. <laughs> like I matter. And then I just like, I look like, what are you fucking doing? Saying your name? Everyone knows your name. Who just says their name? So hey, could I have uh, a burger and fries? My name's Max Friedman. <laughs> That'd be fun to do. <laughs> I liked it Burger King today. I made I made you order a BK Joe for me. <laughs> yeah, well, it felt weird. <laughs> I'm not even sure that's what it's called. It says right on it. <laughs> oh, it does. Good. Yeah, and then on the menu well, it also says it. BK Joe. Okay. Although I'm sure I could have just said, uh, "Can I get a large coffee?" Oh, I'm I. I'm not just sure. I'm positive. Like, <laughs> do you ever? I don't know that anyone's ever asked for a BK Joe. <laughs> That's not how you order it. No, <laughs> no. I say they had a coffee. Even when they read my order back to you, they're like, they're like, would you like cream and sugar in the coffee? Like, they almost seem frustrated that you called it that. Like, would you, well, I should say yes. Really is, the, uh, is, is the coffee the same as the BK Joe? Because I really want the. BK. <laughs> Is there a difference between a black coffee and a black BK Joe? <laughs> I feel like to call it a BK Joe is to sort of like call attention to how demeaning their life is. <laughs> I guess, or just how uh, obtuse you are. Right? There are definitely yeah. people who do that who just aren't aware that right. this is just what they call the thing. Yeah, there are those people. Yeah, you're one of them. Me? No. I'm, I was being ironic, Yeah, dude. but you partake in their culture. I don't. I'm just, I'm just into craft coffee. Craft Burger King coffee, which you said on the way out, you're like, oh, it's definitely coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he has a slogan. Yeah. Um, my well, my new my new business partner, mm-hmm. uh, he makes really intense coffee. Does he? Yeah. What, does he? Uh, Takes him like a half hour to make two does, cups. Does he grind the beans himself? Mm-hmm. Oh, just he like manually a, just grinds. like producer will. And yep, just like yeah. producer will. And he and I talked to him about it because he was manually grinding it, and I was like, producer will says it doesn't make a difference. And he's like, no, it does. Yeah. Wow. He says that the blades heat up the beans when you use an electric one that fucks up the coffee a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he he also was pretty frank about how he's not sure that that's true. <laughs> 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 but he's like, he's a guy who takes like, he takes out he every little thing you could do to potentially make the coffee better, even if it's like a 1% gain, he does. Like he has this crazy yeah, Japanese that's how, that's how scale. You win. Yeah. Yeah, he like he he measures. He gets a thermometer in the water for how hot before you pour it. He's got one of those like intelligentsia looking pour things, and he times each individual pour of water. Wow. He times it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like it's intense. And I had a sip of it. Um, Great. Coffee. I didn't. I didn't have too much because um, 
he hadn't slept in like 40 hours, and I was preparing to smoke the rest of his DMT. <laughs> how, how was that? It was good. I didn't like. I didn't get super crazy on it, but it was great. I mean, and it's a great drug. You you met to talk about finances, right? Which we did for like six hours after you got high. No, before. Okay, before. Yeah, we were at Chipotle. Then we just hung out in his place. We wrote up a big long contract. I'm I'm into cryptocurrency now. You wrote up a contract. Yeah, it's on Google Doc though. <clears throat> okay. He so- wrote it up. I mean, I realized kind of as it, like it's not quite what I wanted. <laughs> Because basically, is he, sc- is he scamming you? He's not scamming me, but I'm. It's sort of like he prevented me from scamming him. Okay. Well, yeah, that's kind of how what a contract is supposed to do. Yeah, but I felt like if I would have been, it, it's there was a lot more details than I thought there was going to be. Okay. You know what I mean, it's pretty complicated. Okay. Basically, so start at the beginning. All right. Here's so what you're happened. investing in cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency and not Bitcoin. Okay. Not at all Bitcoin. Well, we start with Bitcoin and immediately get out of it. Okay. Because so you sort of need Bitcoin to enter in. So what's what's your plan? So here's the thing with cryptocurrency. Uh, there is Bitcoin, and that's the big one, but Bitcoin's really high. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin has like been around for years. So like, and it, even then, it's still not a bad investment. Like sure. it grows. And the thing about Bitcoin is, whenever it drops, everyone invests in it mm-hmm. because that's a good time to invest yeah, in it, and that brings it up. up. And that's sort of how its security is formed. It's all speculation, but it is pretty like. It, like I've looked, I looked at the chart growth of Bitcoin. It's like, it's pretty. It's a pretty steady exponential growth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean for years. And like you, but but here's the thing. So Tim's not about Bitcoin though. What Tim is about is there's literally like every day there's like ten new. Uh, they're called altcoins that are that are made uh, that start off with like a value of nothing. Yeah, of course. Um, and what Tim does is. Uh, he take what he does to make money now is he picks these coins. He's on all these like crazy dark web forums mm-hmm. that that just they're impo- like I I went to them and I couldn't even decipher what was going on. They're like chat rooms. Everyone's anonymous, um, and there there's like three thousand per- people constantly talking. A lot of it's just pro Trump shit. Yeah. Um, but there but Tim is able to say to to look at that and be like, okay, this is this is a reliable. Uh, coin like brand new coin to invest in what makes it reliable well he tim is actually developing a software system to assess initial coins and a lot of it is based on like really bizarre like a lot of the data is about like they follow the the caliber of their twitter followers because it's all speculation sure. none of this has real value of course it's all mystique mm-hmm. but that's but, the way currency works in general yeah um so, but it's really interesting. So, Tim, like, there's one coin. It's called Colks. No one has heard of it. But Tim invested in it in the right time. He put two hundred dollars in, and the next day it became worth ten thousand. So, did he take out his money? No, he he took that money. He turned it into Bitcoin. Invested into other coins. Like Tim has Tim has lost hundreds of thousands of dollars on coins, but he's made it all back plus like forty k mm-hmm. in a very in like a matter of months. Sure. So, is this what he does for a living? Yeah. He does it. He does it about fifty hours a, a week. Wow. Yeah, he lives off his savings, but he has quite a bit of money in coin. But part of the issue is it's not super. To liquidate it is sort of difficult. To turn it back into dollars. You can do it, but like he was like, say, say you had a um, million dollars in it. He's mm-hmm. like, that would take like a month or two to get out. Why? Because you need to get people to trade with you. Sure. So you need to be, get people to buy your coins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. It's it's always doable though, because the thing is, none of the coins really die. Like all of those like altcoins that are formed, they all kind of like get formed, and most of them grow a little. Yeah, like but a mo- mo- some mo- most of them die eventually. There's gonna be a winner. Like there's a like HD DVD died and Blu-ray won. Betamax died and VHS. It doesn't. Won, it right? doesn't work like that because the. The difference between those is those are products mm-hmm. with tangible differences. Sure. Th- these are not. This is all gas. There is there is no reason that Colks is better or worse than Bitcoin. All the only difference is the amount is like their level of mystique, their level of and it's it's all it's it's totally a house of cards, but what Tim does now is he gets in and out. He's like a bottom feeder. He gets you guys can't see this, but Max is doing things with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> They're cool too. Yeah, it's a new move. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, he gets in and out, and he's ma- he's making money. He's like he he texted me today, and he's like he hadn't quite start. He's still doing research on what we're gonna do with our initial investment. But he's like, I wish I would have done it yesterday because everything surged. So what's your contract with him? So um, it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. But so basically, I put in five hundred, uh-huh. uh, and he in- immediately get got twenty percent of it. So he gets a hundred dollars. Yeah. So what what happens going forward? Going forward, um, well, so I have things that I want to do, but basically it's as simple as Tim controls all the investment. He mm-hmm. has software that I can monitor it with. Uh, he's really he's really transparent about everything, and he's like, you can just do whatever with your stake you want, and he's measuring our, because he's investing in a lot of different things, he's measuring how much money we have total, how much it grows. Currently, I have 80% of that. If I get rid of, if I liquidate some of that, I liquidate some of the stake. And same for him. Okay, so what does he get going forward? 20% of what that account is worth at all times? Yeah. Okay. Well, not necessarily at all times, because here's the thing. I'm pretty resolute in that as soon as, as soon as I'm able as soon as it doubles, I'm going to take 500 out. Mm-hmm. And at that point I'm not going to worry. But the issue is in order for in order for it to double and me take 500 out, it has to become 1250. Sure. Which could easily happen in the next few days or in the next month, whatever. Um, but at that point my stake will go down to 66%. Okay, what happens if it loses everything in 2 days? Cuz that could happen too. Um, right, because that's you know, how volatile it is. It's really not. Like, there's no graphs that show that. There's no graphs that. Well, because people lose money all the time in it. Not really. You're saying nobody loses money in cryptocurrency. People, it, dude, I'm telling you, if you you look at the graphs for all the small little coins, but he coins, himself, you said he's lost a couple hundred. He grand. got into scams. <laughs> what is he got scammed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how, how did that happen? Because there's all these fake coins, but now he knows how to deal with it. After he got scammed, he wrote all this software to assess the legitimacy of coins, and he's and after that, he's been good. All right. Well, congratulations. I understand to be being skeptical about this. Sure, but the idea that it can't possibly go down is ridiculous. Of course, it can go down. I'm just telling you. I looked at the graphs of hundreds of coins. I believe over time. Let they me go finish. Up. All right. Uh, basically, all of them. They don't really die. A lot of them stay steady. Like sure. nothing happens. That's the most common. And then some of them spike. Some of what happened, the way people get fucked is um, there's no regulation, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of times what someone will do is these coins will be so small that one person will make all these different accounts, invest a ton of money at once, mm-hmm. get all these other people yeah, to was, invest, and then yeah. he takes everything out. Mm-hmm. Every, it's like a, called a dump. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you can do that in the traditional stock market too, where you can inflate the price by creating false demand. Like that happens. It's yeah. just there's absolutely no oversight whatsoever in this. None. And, yeah. It's the Wild West. Of course. Mm-hmm. But he he's convinced that there is 0% chance that you will lose any money before it doubles. Um, He he is confident. Mm-hmm. But he's, he no, he, he was up front. He's like, I mean, the the other thing is like it's kind of understood that the the primary reason not to get into cryptocurrency is is not that it's volatile. Mm-hmm. It's not like traditionally volatile where it goes wildly up, wildly down. That's not what any of the graphs for any of them look like. Um, the reason not to get into it is because potentially at any time the whole thing could collapse. Sure, and that that's the fear. Um, but cryptocurrency entirely could collapse. Oh yeah. yeah. Because it's all sort of nonsense. Like there are advantages to it, but they're they're pretty hard to suss out. Like I was trying yeah, I, I don't was, know what the advantages are. A lot of talk a lot of me talking to him was just trying to add, the more we talked, the more I was trying to find a actual reason why this needs to exist. Mm-hmm. And there are, but a lot of it is like buying drugs. Like that's how we wound up doing DMT because he's yeah, you, like, you can buy it on like Silk yeah, Road he's or like, whatever, I, replace Silk Road. It's just another Silk Road, yeah. Sure. But he he did, yeah, and we did it, and it was DMT. How was it? 
it was pretty cool. And then after, and then we decided our our total end game is we wanna we wanna get apartments in Trump Tower. <laughs> is that in the contract? Yeah, well, I mean, there's jokes in the contract. Are there? Yeah. Really? A little. Like what? That's the main one. I mean, a lot of it. It's getting. I mean, he keeps adding to it. So um, did you have to physically sign it? No. Dude, it's fucking Tim Weichelbaum. Oh, don't give out his name. Tim.com. That's better. That way, if you guys uh, at, at home are at all interested in investing in cryptocurrency, uh, you should contact Max at, what's the, what's the company butcher hotline, Max? Uh, 414-418-7720. And just text over uh, your account information and how much money you're looking to invest, and Max will hook you up with official company butcher uh, tech consultant, Tim.com. We'll hook you up with cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Coke, and you know a number of other things for your retirement fund. It's a sound investment. It'll never go down. It will only appreciate in value. We're all just going to get rich. So congratulations. Thank you for listening. I mean, the, the shit that Tim is into is like stuff no one's heard of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I believe it. The dark web is full of shit like that. I know, but it's like like my buddy, he got into this coin called IOTA. And when I was to- and I when I was told about this, I was like, "Whoa, that's some like deep internet stuff." And that thing, that thing appreciated like five times in like a week. Okay. Um, like it five dupled, you know, <laughs> quadrupled. No, five. Quint quintupled. Quintupled. Yeah. Um, you were wrong too. Well, I got it right eventually. Yeah, but you were wrong too. You're like five doubled. <laughs> you also fucked up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I was less wrong than you were. Uh... Um, but so I talked to, I talked to Joe or I talked to Tim. Mm-hmm. I get you guys confused. Which yeah, we're it, the same. Probably happened. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I talked to him about IOTA and he's like, that's like the ninth biggest coin. Like Tim is dealing with like the thousandth biggest coin. Because that's where all the speculation can occur. Mm-hmm. So then has he converted any of it to money yet? To dollars? Him? No. Is he planning on it? Like, what's his plan? He wants he wants retirement fund. Like Tim, like that Trump Tower thing is a joke. But he also really wants to live in Trump Tower. Why? Because part of partly he thinks it's funny, and partly he's like he's like no one lives in there. He's like, is that true? well, I think it's not a popular place to live. Well, it certainly isn't now. You know what sucks about that place? There's a there's a two Michelin star restaurant there, mm-hmm. and it's been there for you know since like. 2015 mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be like really really like well it's, well it's got two michelin stars two michelin stars is like one michelin star there's like there's room for error like i've been to a ba- sort of like bad one michelin star restaurant or a mm-hmm. place that doesn't deserve it two michelin stars is like that that at that level it's like it is world class it's like totally inspired it's like as good as you know you it's gonna fuck your head up but to be in Trump Tower, yeah, no one wants to do that. Yeah, I bet his restaurant is struggling, and he's like, "I don't fucking like Trump. I just, I was just given this beautiful space, you know. It must really suck to be that guy. To be the restaurateur, yeah. I'm to sure, be the chef, I'm sure they're doing okay. Oh. you shouldn't. More, I mean, this makes it sound like you want to like turn around on Trump and be like, "Hey, he's not that bad. He's got a good restaurant." Well, no, I was talking to I was talking to Tim about this, Timmy.com, and. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, dude, that sucks for him because like, if I'm gonna put forth the money to go to a two Michelin star restaurant, I'm not going to the one in Trump Tower. Sure, you know. I hear you. What if Trump wasn't president? You would, yeah, right? I mean, then I would. Yeah. And Tim's like, he's like, yeah, but would you turn down a meal there? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. If someone was like, hey, you can go to the Trump Tower restaurant for free, I'd be like, yeah, let's go. But if I had to pick one. Mm-hmm. It would be one. He's like, yeah, but what if you'd been to all the other ones? I'd be like, yeah, but I would wait until I had been to all the other ones. Okay. I want to know how much, when are you going to pull all your money out? Like, what, what, what dollar amount in your head is like, that's what I want? Well, here's what I was thinking. So it's really important to me that I get my initial investment out as soon as possible. Sure. So and then just to anything. see what happens. Mm-hmm. I also kind of want to observe Tim just to learn how to do this. Okay. Um, at that point, I'm thinking about just taking a percentage of the profit every month. But depending on how fast it grows, like if it like if it grows like ten times, like if if, if at some point I could take out five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, I'd probably fucking do it. You wouldn't want to let it ride. No. Why not? Because I think it could fail. 
Well, okay, that's what. Okay, so five grand is kind of like if you can get five grand, you're done. No, it's. I'm not thinking about it that way. To me, I'm going to assess based on how fast it grows. Like if it's like if it's like skyrocketing, and I can take out like if I could take out five grand, and it wouldn't it wouldn't take away enough of my stake to prevent me from growth in the future. I'm gonna fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Like I want to. Like I like the idea of. Um, doing like this like super high risk investment but then being extremely conservative about the liquidation you know what i mean okay like know that at any point it could go all go away yeah so like make stupid liquidation things and just just treat this as like this is just like a weird thing i did and i get to go to alinea because of it see you're not but tim's looking at it as he wants to make like half a million million bucks something like that yeah no, Tim, Tim wants this to be his livelihood. His livelihood for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. and like based on the growth he's had in the past three months, like that's plausible. Mm-hmm. Like Tim has basically turned two thousand dollars into two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Is two is two grand what he started with? Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Yeah, but does he have that two hundred forty grand now? Uh, it's all in bit. It's all in. Crypto. He has like forty because he lost. Couple. Sure, but yeah. it's all in crypto. Does he have any of that in cash? No. Okay. He, he can get it out though. But has he tried liquidating any of it? No. That's so so you're skeptical that you couldn't even. You're like maybe he couldn't even get anything out. Yeah, where he's saying it could take a month to get your money out. Like that's that's a scary proposition. For sure. Where it's like, oh well, I've got a lot of this money. I want to get it out uh, before it starts going down. Can't get it out. It's just kind of locked in there. Well, that's why I'm like, I, fuck my stake. I'm trying to get out of here. I'm sure. just trying to, you know, I'm I'm Marianosing this. Well, you're this bitch. Well, Mariano. Well, we were talking about the way over here, Max. I mean, shoplifting and the Negroni was courtesy of Mariano, mm-hmm. even though they don't know it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you. I think they might know it. Do they just let you get away with it? Mm-hmm. So we say that uh, they're friends of the podcast, sponsors of Comedy Butcher, uh, provider I mean, in, of Max in, Friedman's alcohol. In a very literal sense, they are a sponsor of the podcast. Well, they're at least a sponsor of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, <laughs> how you been, Joe? <laughs> You're an alcoholic now, right? No, I'm thinking about becoming one, but no, uh, I was just pretty normal. I'm a normal guy, Max. Yeah, it kind of, it me. did kind of bum me out that you're like, you texted me last night and you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm thinking about becoming an alcoholic. And then today you said you had one drink, and I had like ten last night. Oh yeah, and you don't have a problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking a lot. Uh, I mean, I, but I just went and drank alone, and like I never do that. Go like oh. stop in a bar and drink alone. Like it's not that. It was one. It's not that big of a. De- it was no big deal. It was yeah. nothing. Who gives a shit? But I was just like, ah, Max will appreciate this, and you did. <laughs> I kind of. I had to drag it out of you. Yeah, it was fine. I don't know. I've been thinking a lot. You've been thinking a lot? Yeah, doing that. It's really fascinating. You should do it sometime, Max. You've just been thinking a lot? Yeah, you never just you never sit around and wonder? Yeah, I don't tell people. <laughs> well, yeah, you do. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> the podcast is specifics <laughs> right away. <laughs> okay. I got shorter setups. <laughs> well, that's why the punches are not good. <laughs> 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 I don't know. What have you been thinking about, Joe? Are you all sad? Uh, more, I feel like, kind of like my life is over. It's over? I'm not over, but like, it's kind of set in stone at this point. Oh, like you picked. I picked something and I'm, this is what I am. What, for a while you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to become a surfer too. No, like I could change or I could, like, my life could be a bit different than what it is or bigger than what it is. I'm like, yeah, it's probably not, nothing's ever going to be different. Well, you could grow as a comic. I mean, I could improve, but. You don't see any more success? No, do you feel like you're going to, you're primed for success? No. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just not one of those guys. Yeah. Like I, I was I was my uh guy I run the other podcast with my buddy Josh. Uh he was in town for a couple of days at yeah. New Year's and we were talking like what we have we went to college with a guy who's super successful filmmaker, Joe Swanberg. Yeah. Well, super successful, whatever. He's a successful filmmaker. And I like every time I run into him or think about him, I feel like a failure. Because yeah. oh he actually did something with his life like he made it happen and then I hang out with uh, part of my family who are like upper middle class North Shore nice people but they just all they talk about is money and I just feel like a failure around them too like I didn't do that either I didn't pick up I picked this art path and didn't really give a shit about it so I'm just gonna be ah, I'm just gonna be this guy who never really likes himself you ever feel that way I don't know 
I'm sorry. This isn't as enticing as your cryptocurrency, ex- <laughs> you know, excursion. I know it's fine. Yeah. Uh, what I mean? Can't you like? Why don't you just start working at Zany's? What is that? But what is that? Who cares? Yeah, I agree. Like nothing, nothing, none of this matters. Yeah, like Drago's at Zany's all week. Is he featuring? Yeah. It's easy co- to feature there now because they co-feature. Is he co-featuring or is he just featuring? He's co-featuring. All right. That's what they do. They co-feature yeah. now. I think they they save money and more people get up. Yeah, Benazzo was complaining about that uh, when I talked to him like a month ago, that yeah. he doesn't get featured there anymore because they could just co-feature and save 10 bucks. Save 10 Because they pay the features 50 and the co-features 20 apiece. And what do the features do? Co-features do 15? I think the co-features do somewhere between 10 and 15 and the features usually do 20. Maybe twenty five, something like that. It, it makes the the business model of being a stand up comedian seem very dismal. Yeah, the fact that they're just like, yeah, we, we could save ten bucks. Just put them more. Yeah, you know, you know what seems to be working well is open mics. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just put up the people who aren't that good yet and just pay them less. It's not that fun. Who cares? Yeah, Drago is very happy because he's like, I buried the other feature, and a lot of people were saying I was better than the headliner. That's great. <laughs> I bet Drago crushes there. Yeah. I don't know. None of this, none of this matters. We just do it if it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I should, probably, I should probably stop. Yeah, I was telling you like I was on Chuck on Tuesday and it was canceled and I was just like, okay. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> this is a great podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this episode has been uplifting. I thought the cryptocurrency stuff was very. I mean, it was interesting, but very it wasn't forward looking. It wasn't fun. It wasn't oh, it's a lot of. I'm. I'm. I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, you look at. This is a weird episode because mostly I think because you're not high. I'm not. I'm usually <laughs> not high. Yeah, I feel like you're usually high. Yeah. Or usually pretending to be high enough to where you trick yourself into thinking you're. I high. have been having some day Negronis. <laughs> uh, you sound like a middle-aged woman. <laughs> no, you're... Negronis aren't a middle-aged woman drink. Well, just drinking in the middle of the day like a cocktail. Oh, that for sure. Yeah. Negronis are like a 1950s like Italian dude with a mustache who's kind of a pervert drink. Oh, that sounds perfect. for <laughs> Yeah, but he's got like a good family life. He's got an old car, and he's like, "Stop doing visual bits, <laughs> <laughs> killing it." I don't even think that visual bit was very good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but we could have pretended it was. They're really a good. They're drink. never going to see it. It's my signature drink now. Do you it's know that? just it. Ta- I mean, I like it, but it tastes like you know Nyquil. And I'm not. It doesn't taste like Nyquil. It does taste. Like, it tastes like medicine. It tastes a little medicinal. Yeah, it tastes like medicine you took when you were a kid, when you got like sore throats. But and there's stuff. a sweetness to it. Sure, I understand you appreciate it. Oh, it's so good. And it means something to you. I get it. You it know? is good. I think they're like candy. Yeah, you're just going through a phase though. Not my signature drink. All right, forever. And I make them great. I'm sure. It's very easy to make. You're making me think of a Bob Keen bit, which that alone is. is, is I'm making you think of a Bob Keen bit? That's the worst thing you've ever said. I know. (laughs) I almost want to apologize. Yeah, in my head, I was like, what did I do to you? (laughs) What's the Bob Keen bit? It's a bit where. uh, You know know Bob Keen bits. uh, I know this one, Uh, where he's talking about complaining about people who say, I make the best guacamole. He's like, of course you do. You just make the guacamole you like. Do you understand? Oh, that's, that's such a dumb bit. Yeah, but that's exactly what you're saying about your Negronis. Well, anyone can make a good Negroni. Yeah, but can anyone make a good guacamole? They're a little similar in that guacamole is like really easy to... Um, to make. Yeah, yeah, I understand. It's just avocado and whatever. Yeah, like if you just take garlic powder and avocado, it's great. Sure, but you're kind of making his point. Well, his is a little different. What's the difference between your Negroni parable? Well, he he's not. His point is not to say that guacamole is easy to make. His point is to say that it's like, yeah, you just make it. You make guacamole subjective. Like that's you make a, it. You make it the one you like. That's a terrible Bob Keen impression. I don't even it's know. Why not. I don't know why you're trying. I'm just doing dumb guy. <laughs> that's so mean. <laughs> but that's exactly what you sound about making Negronis. Like, yeah, make the best ones. They make good ones because they're very easy to make. Okay. And I just got good ingredients. I mean, Negroni is one ounce gin, one ounce sweet vermouth, one ounce Campari. You get a dry gin, you just get a nice one. It's really easy. It's very, very easy. Then do you stir it? Yeah, you just stir it over ice. All right. And then you put it in an orange peel. You don't shake it. No, you don't shake it. The first time I made one, I thought you had to shake it, and I never made a drink before. Okay. And (laughs) Do you have a shaker? Yeah. Tien's, my roommate's into... Making everything. drinks, yeah. Sure. Um, 
so I, <laughs> so I thought you had to shake it. I shake it. I pour it in the glass, but I forgot which glass had the liquid in it, and I just poured it all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... <clears throat> it's one of the dumbest I've felt in a long time. Because I like... I poured it with the confidence of someone that didn't think they were going to pour a drink all over themselves. That sounds adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was just home alone. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would say that too. <laughs> like you get mad at I no one. I think I put my hand on my forehead. I was like... Mm. You went to college, Max. <laughs> yeah, and then I had to clean it up, and it's a sticky drink. Do you do the orange peel? Yeah. You do the whole thing? Yeah. So you just have an orange and you peel a little bit off of it? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So how many how many uh, Negronis does one orange make? Depends on the size of the orange. Gotcha. Get a little orange, fewer. If you get a navel orange, more. Very scientific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have the like we have orange peels at work and mm-hmm. those always come out really good. And the ones I get are like, I think I'm getting the wrong oranges. They're a little thin. But at the same time, like maybe that's like artisanal. The thin ones? Yeah. Or maybe your restaurant's well, when you, doing it right. When you peel the orange slice and you get like a thin one, mm-hmm. like it's kind of pretty in a way. But sure. I can't do it the way I can at work because we need to garnish drinks at work. Do you do you you do the cocktails at work, right? I don't make the cocktails, but I garnish them. Most of them, the waiters garnish. Okay, when you got me uh, that cocktail, did you pour that yourself, or did you tell them to pour it? No, I had them make it. That's you, like a mixed drink. Okay, so like then, there's like steps. Did you through. tell them to make it like strong or no? No, or they, like, they or, you can't do that. You can't do that. No, because they they have strict they they have a really specific beverage program there. Okay, so, so like could, you, that that they follow the recipes to a T. All right. I mean, I could I could have told them to make it strong. Was it strong? It felt strong and it felt like big. Well, an old fashioned is like mostly liquor. Sure, but it was it was strong. Yeah, it was a good one. And it was uh, I mean that one's like, it's like an Apple Jacks flavored old fashioned. Sure, it was very childish, but it was yeah. good. Yeah, it's like it's like a. That's such a summer house drink mm-hmm. where it's like it's like they use good ingredients, but they make it like a little sweeter than you're used to. And uh, was everyone at your restaurant impressed with your friend, Mr. Noodles? No. You just what? told you told everyone that my name is Mr. Noodles. Oh, oh, dude, I planned that for so long. For the whole morning? Really, it was the whole morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so I'll tell producer Will. But like... Uh, so Noodleman was coming into my work, and I was like, I was blocking. I wanted to make sure he would sit in my section, but also uh, I, I told all of the hosts that, like, I described him. And I was like, when you greet him, you got to be like. Uh, How did you describe me? Uh, I said, <laughs> I said long hair, peacoat, Unabomber looking. Did you say Unabomber looking? Yes. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you got to you gotta be really formal and act like it's no big deal and just say, like, Mr. Noodles, we've been expecting you. <laughs> do they do that? No, they say, are you Mr. Noodles? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually disappointing. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm going to scold Sarah. I should fire somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but two of them asked me. <laughs> <laughs> two different hosts. One what, 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 what asked me if I was Mr. Noodles. The other said, have a, br- have a good brunch, Mr. Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. It was such a weird experience for me. Ah, yeah, that's what I told him. I was like, this is going to freak him out. <laughs> yeah, I, I cleared You're lucky that. I'm not the Unabomber. I, I cleared that with place. like five hosts. Yeah? Yeah, I, I talked to each of them individually and I was like, <laughs> and described to you and was like, please call him Mr. Noah. So like, it'll really weird him out. Well, I'm glad you have that kind of pull. <sighs> yeah, that was the most. I've never really hooked someone up before. I realized like you can really do it there. Have you never had someone like a friend sit in your section before? Uh, no, I never told anyone to come in. Gotcha. What if, people don't like people like comics don't really come into summer house. Yeah, why would they? Yeah, it's like a real like rich person. It's place. like a bougie place. It's so bougie. It is. It's the bougiest place in the world. Ah, uh, that's probably not true. What's more bougie? Ah, oh, you got a good point. I I really <laughs> I really think it's <laughs> man I just crushed you um <laughs> I really think it is the most bougie establishment I've ever stepped foot in okay and I I'm bougie dude I feel like you've never been to the northern suburbs of Chicago no I ha- I ha- I literally haven't because it's like that would fit in totally like it's uh it's way more packed than a you know North Shore restaurant would be but it, it's a very similar vibe not not the summer theme are the northern 
re- suburb restaurants like fancy? They they're like that. Yeah, where it's like not fancy, but it like has the veneer of fancy. There, it's super wealthy out there. Yeah, hmm. that's where I'm from, Max. <laughs> you don't seem wealthy. I'm I'm not. You are. I'm not wealthy. He's rich. That's not true. <laughs> I don't have Tim.com money. I think you got more. I mean, technically, but like, it's, <laughs> but it's not. I'm not like I haven't made money. Yeah. Yeah, most of his money is from web development. Yeah, I thought he made his money in in crypto. Well, he the money he lives off of is from web development. So does he still do that? No. What if What if he came into the restaurant? He would never come into the restaurant. What would you have them call him, Mister Dot Com? Uh, I don't think I would fuck with him. You wouldn't fuck with him. He it would it would be lost on him. You think so, dude? Tim is Tim. First of all, when's the last time you saw Tim? It's been a while. He's changed. What does that mean? He's gotten weird. Like he's he's gotten weird. Yeah, that's saying a lot. I, I know it is, <laughs> and it's accurate. Like so, Tim Tim only does literally all. This is all Tim does with his life. He makes elaborate coffee. Mm-hmm. He follows a really, really extreme version of the ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. Like I went to Chipotle with him, and he had to order ahead, and it was like what he ate. But he had to like call ahead. He maybe he's just into that. But what he ate, he ate double meat, triple sour cream, guacamole, um, and cheese. Okay, that was all he ate. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "This is too filling. This is gonna last me the rest of the day because I don't really get hungry anymore because of keto." <laughs> And then when we got to his place, he had a pan full of bacon fat that he was going to render and drink. This sounds like the kind of person you have thought about becoming. <laughs> and he's cut. Yeah? He's, he has no fat on him. But he's got to keep keto forever. Yeah, he never cheats. Okay. But he's like, I, I enjoy it, and it's taken away my craving for food. Also, I imagine he didn't really have that much of a craving for food. He's also probably malnourished because he doesn't really eat any vegetables. You're supposed to eat vegetables. Yeah. Keto, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. if you read about keto, they'll say, like, make a salad and use a lot of dressing and meat. You know? Do you try to tell him about that? Oh, yeah, but he doesn't really care. He's like, I don't like vegetables. Well, well played. Uh, but but really what he's spending, and he also is real into karaoke. He does karaoke by himself. He, what? He Facebook lives it. It's very funny. He means it to be funny, but he really loves doing it, too. He has all his musical equipment. But he doesn't go out. He does it at home? Mm-hmm. Okay, that, okay. Mm-hmm. I can't decide if that's weirder or more normal than going out and doing it alone. Much weirder, dude. You, think you so? should watch the videos. It's really? it's really strange. He Facebooks lives it, right? Yeah, it's it's very funny. Like everyone who says it is like, this is the funniest thing, but it's it is eerie to its core. Sure. Um, but most of what he's spending his time on is he is on chat rooms and developing software for crypto, like. All day, and he doesn't really sleep, mm-hmm. and he just does it all day, and he's totally outside of reality. Like he's losing his mind. This sounds like uh, the origins of a great man. I know, right? Like either, like, and I great could go either uh, positive or negative. Yeah, this could be he achieves, uh, he starts an amazing uh, business. Yeah, and he becomes a super wealthy guy, or he. You know, blows up half the city. Like his, yeah, his life. It feels like, feels like I'm reading like a minor like Marvel comic, mm-hmm. and he's like a new villain that they yeah. quickly go through the origin of, and you're reading it and you're like, this isn't really believable. <laughs> like it makes for like a cool like. You, know what I mean? you don't believe that this guy you know existed that he exists. <laughs> yeah, his like life is just so intense and like like when when I saw him, he hadn't slept in like thirty hours, wow. and he's and I was like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's just you know we gotta I gotta drink a lot of coffee. Like coffee like gets me going." <laughs> uh, and like t- t- it was a lot of that, and he I really think he's probably like his skin is not right. You think you one of those? You think that's the keto or the sleep? I think it's. I don't think it's the keto. I think it's the lack of all vitamins. Well, because the lack of vegetables. Like I don't think he's getting any vitamin A or any vitamin C at all. Mm, should probably. And he's not sleeping. This is your financial advisor. Oh yeah, yeah. he's my business partner. <laughs> right. We're moving into Trump Tower together. <laughs> and he he he's obsessed with Trump Tower. Yeah, I bet. Like he's re- he's really he thinks it's he thinks that. Like he's really serious that like he's like you should get into Trump Tower. Why? 
Because he's like... Once the apocalypse hits, that's what's going to be okay. No, because he thinks it's valuable. He's like, it's a really nice place. Um, has, he no looked, one, has he looked at units there? I don't know. Um, but he's like, it's a really nice place, and no one wants it because everyone hates Trump. And he's like, it's, pr- it's at a low, so I should get into it now. So he wants to live... His like dream is to move into Trump Tower uh, with me living across the hall. And um, it's empty. And we get in really cheap. You get ever like really uh, fun like lock ins. Oh yeah, because there's no one else in the building. You just have people over. And I love. Games. There's something really like melt. Like um, oh, imagine. Okay, this is not going to happen. I don't entertain the idea that it's going to happen. No, but it's like, not going to happen. There's like something like kind of like melancholy and romantic about the idea of like me and Tim getting crazy rich. Living in an abandoned Trump Tower, mm-hmm. and like me being like in the middle of the night, being in some like crystalline pool, that and no one is there except for like one attendant. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something kind of fucking cool about that. It's also very creepy. Oh, it's super creepy, but it's kind of neat. <laughs> <laughs> sure, like I could see the appeal of no one. Can you imagine? Here. And then like I would like have like you or Terrence over. Uh huh. Be like, you want to come over? Just to hang out? Yeah, and we'll just like sit in the bar. Would area. you still steal Negronis? Yeah. <laughs> How much money would you have to have for you not to shoplift? No value. No? It would doesn't matter? Actually, yeah. I would totally, if I like didn't need to worry, yeah, I'd fucking not do it. But you do it now. Like we we've had this conversation before, mm-hmm. right? Where you just steal from companies. Yeah. You've, we talked about this in the podcast before? I don't know. All right, we just steal from Mary. I think we just talked about that in the car. Okay. I'm not going to steal from an individual. Yeah, you'll only steal from a corporation. Yeah. But even though corporations can be small. I'm using my own judgment. I'm not I don't like follow laws. It's the wild west. <laughs> For you. Yeah, like if it's like, you know, if it's like a fucking chain that has three outlets, no, I'm not going to steal from you. If you're all over the fucking place, if you're like then fuck you. Well, how big do they have to be? I don't know. It's a gut thing. You just got to feel it? Yeah. All right. It's basically just Mariano's. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Would you steal from Whole Foods? Oh, absolutely. I think, I wish I stole more from Whole well, Foods. Well, then why don't you? Because they're, they they monitor more. Like, I know people have gotten in trouble stealing there. Really? What happens if you get in trouble for shoplifting there? They, uh, you to Jonathan Giuseppe. Do you get arrested? You don't get arrested. You get called into the office and you get, like, reamed, and then you're <laughs> banned from all Whole Foods for life. All the Whole Foods? Which is bullshit. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I mean I don't know about that. Like I think how it's, do all the Whole Foods know? Yeah, I think it's harsh, but I, I, all right, I get it. I'm not saying it's bullshit in that you're saying it's bullshit. It's unenforceable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just go to the other Whole Foods. Well, has he tried? Who, Jonathan? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it is a very it's like a traumatic experience. Like we're we're very sensitive people. Yeah, I would assume it, you ever you ever been yelled at as an adult before? Yeah, every day of work. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, it sucks. But you're not scared of getting banned from Mariano's. No. It sounds I, like you don't want to get banned from Whole Foods. It's not that I'm... I don't think Mariano's will catch me. Uh-huh. But Whole Foods might. Yeah. Gotcha. Cause, but know, I have stolen from Whole Foods. I believe you. <laughs> How many comics steal? A lot. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of people steal. Why? Because society's falling apart. Well, I guess... Yeah, society is falling apart. <gasps> but I don't think that's helping. I just don't feel like, I feel like, like, I feel like the trend is it's easier to be an incorporation than an individual, right? And the closer you are to that, the more, over time, the more and more things are in your favor. Well, easier how? Easier how? It's just like, because like taxes are going uh, down for, uh, sure, the system, the system is consistently rigged more and more for the wealthy in corporations than they are for individuals. Yeah, I so totally get fuck that. them. I'm not paying for olive oil. Okay, Fuck but- you. My taxes are going up, yours are going down, and you have more money than me? Fuck you. I, I no, feel like- I'm take- putting olive oil in my backpack until I die. <laughs> or until someone yells at me. You're a real bandit. Yeah. I feel like y- y- you think I'm weird for thinking stealing is wrong. No, I understand why people think stealing is wrong, but I think they haven't thought about it enough. I think you haven't thought about it enough. Because everyone who thinks stealing is wrong pirated music. 
Sure. And to me, the reason people aren't stealing isn't because of morals. It's because of fear of getting caught. I mean, that's a big reason, but you... I think that is the reason. But you wouldn't steal... Okay, but you yourself have said you wouldn't steal from another person, right? If a car was running in front of your apartment and was just left there, would you take it? No. Yeah, because it's just stealing from a person. Yeah. But at some point, if you steal from a big company, someone's probably going to lose their job if they're not making enough money. Like, that's going to happen. That's not possible. That's probable. I don't think so. Why? I just don't think it will. I think they got enough money. But that doesn't make any sense. The, the people at the top are at the top because they're greedy, not necessarily because they're greedy, but in many cases they are, and they're paying themselves high salaries. They're not going to pay themselves less when profits go down. They're going to fire employees. I That's mean, how layoffs happen. Th- this logical conclusion makes sense, but it isn't how it isn't. It isn't how it you want to think about no, it. No, no, no. It's not like scalable to the reality of the situation. Like I know that me taking olive oil doesn't affect anyone. Of course, but if a uh, you know, if ten thousand people did that, it would. But it's it's similar to like, like you're thinking in absolutes, and I'm thinking about the reality. Do you know what I mean? Like what I'm doing doesn't affect anyone but me. It is so the negatives are so small uh, in terms of who they're affecting compared to the positives that I that I feel. You know what I mean? So the benefits to you outweigh the negatives to the rest of the society. Exponentially. <laughs> well, th- that's how chaos happens. I don't think so. Yeah, when when all that matters is the way I think about things. I just think, but like with like taxes and shit, it's the same same kind of ratio. Oh, it's a very well reasoned argument. Taxes. It is and a well reasoned <laughs> argument. With all these taxes and shit, we should probably just do what we want. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like you're a really well read guy over there. <laughs> I do cowboy talk, but I'm smart as hell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not that I disagree with. The, the the idea that you're representing is just someone's gonna get hurt, Maxi. I don't think someone's gonna hurt. The only person that might get hurt is me. But oh, I mean that could definitely happen. Yeah, I mean they could take you in back and like hammer your hand or something. It's like the thing I was saying in the car. If you could download broccoli, you would. No, I'm saying would you? Everyone would. Everyone would. Yeah. Well, that's what's gonna happen with 3D printing. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> It'll be interesting if we can start printing food at home. Oh, it's like they're working on it. I'm sure. And the other thing, um, you know, you know what's interesting is, um, what if they can synthesize meat? Well, they already can. Like, th- there are companies that are like getting really close. But if you can do that, then is vegetarianism done? You mean is meat eating done? No, no, no. I mean, is vegetarianism done? If you synthesize meat, oh, if no animal had to die, yeah, but you can still eat meat, yeah. And it's and it's sustainable to do so. Like it, it, the you don't need to go through the trouble of raising a cow. I think people would still consider themselves vegetarian if they ate that. Yeah, I guess because an animal didn't get killed. Then everyone be eating meat. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Would you eat that? I mean, you eat the fuck out of it. If it was good, if it didn't taste good, I wouldn't eat. Yeah, it. but you would trust it. If I was told to trust it, yeah. Oh, that's how corporations win, man. Well, what at the end of the, what can you do? Like you got to eat something. Go off the grid. You still have to eat food. Yeah, you can make it yourself. Oh, I'm not gonna make my own food. Are yeah, you? That's how they get you. I make my own sauerkraut. Yeah, I know. Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's ever spent time with Max Freeman knows he makes his own sauerkraut. If you guys pay attention to uh, Cowdy Butcher on Instagram, Max makes his own sauerkraut. Fuck with him. <laughs> oh yeah, I should put that on Instagram. Yeah, I should. <laughs> have you not? You have. No, I put it on Facebook. I'm pretty sure. Okay, it's, whatever. Who cares? Max makes his own sauerkraut. He thinks he's artisanal. It <clears> is artisanal. I mean, he, you think you're artisanal. For sure. Okay. <laughs> How much time we've been doing? 48 minutes. Uh, we're 48 minutes, Max. Gotta start ripping. Well, do we want to uh, talk about the show? <laughs> yeah, we've this we've we're going through all the the plan material. We're almost done. Um, the next show, I mean, this is probably not going to air for a little, air go, come out for a little bit. Uh, so the next show is going to be February eighth. Oh yeah, yeah. And the one prior to that hasn't even occurred yet. Well, yeah, You're but just thinking ahead. Yeah, but they don't know that. I mean, this isn't going to come out in the next six days. So we got Tyler Jackson and uh, Marilee. Marilee, Marilee, Marilee is Marilee twice. Sometimes. Is that what it is? She often is billed as just Marilee. Yeah, that's how I assumed it was. Yeah. Um, but her I think her Facebook is Marilee Marilee. Yeah. She's got a one-woman show coming out. Does she? It's called Marilee, The Rebirth. What? I have no idea what where, it is. Where is it going to be? 
think it's at At North. Okay. Um, and is, she's got a live band. Is it one night only? I don't know. But it's a one-woman show. It's got a really elaborate, like, Tron-looking poster. All right. I kind of want to see it. She's funny as fuck. That uh, that Christmas Eve show there was the only good show I've seen at At North. I've seen beefs that are good. Like, I've seen good lineups. I've never seen, like, a packed room like that before. Mm. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Most shows at At North suck. They're like, oh, there's 10 people here. Like, Laney's shows are supposed to be good there. I once did a, I once did a hip-hop comedy show there that mm-hmm. was really fun. Yeah. Uh, that was actually great. Uh, what else? I mean, yeah, there's this shit there. That's where uh, Joe and Dale's new show is. I mm-hmm. think that's going okay. Uh, and the bar is great. I mean, and they they really want stand up there. Yeah, I think I think the the reason so many shows are bad is the idea of a venue that's like it's like oh yeah, you can just do a show here breeds low work ethic. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Of course. It doesn't also, mean it can't be good. It's not the best room for stand-up. It's no, not the it's, worst. It's not a great room. For, it's it's too narrow. And yeah. Long. yeah. But if you pack it, it works. Yeah, of course. But that's how everything is. Yeah. It's an interesting place. So we got Merrily and then Tyler Jackson. Yeah, and then probably Lucas O'Neill. Yeah, we're going to try to see if Lucas, the, the great Lucas O'Neill, the very handsome Lucas O'Neill. It's crazy we haven't had him. I'm sure we've come, his name's come up before. We just haven't. But isn't that weird? Like, he's both of our buddies. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Looks great. Well, okay. I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with you, but I feel uncomfortable admitting it sometimes. I had a really fun moment at Cole's the other night where mm-hmm. I was sitting with him and Gasper, and I was in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then Chelsea Hood was drunk, and she came up and she's like, "You guys are like the hottest comics." And then she took a picture of us together. Oh, that must have felt good for you. Oh, it was great. But also, s- I was like, "What are you doing?" To be like- sitting next to Lucas O'Neill. And- <laughs> <laughs> How was Cole's? Uh, you been going again? No. I went. Well, this is like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I went. I went up at the end. It was good. But you're yeah. not going back to Coles a lot? No, I haven't been going out that much. Right. Coles is like the biggest open mic, but it's very big, so you have to get there early. Pain or, in the ass. Yeah, or it's, it's bump and bumping is a pain in the ass. It's real big. Yeah. And it's just so, like, it's so Coles. It's like... Yeah, I don't like it. I haven't gone in... It's probably been over a year. Do you not do well there? Uh, I mean, if I do the right bits, I'll crush there. But if I, like... If I do anything remotely controversial, can't do it there. Like, they are not on board. You're a controversial comic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I rub people the wrong way, Maxie. You hear about this? Do you listen to uh, Ben Shapiro? Uh, the one with Sam Harris? Yeah. Yeah, I just listen to that. He's pretty cool. Ben Shapiro? Yeah. Have you ever listened to Ben Shapiro normally? No. Like, he's just a pretty standard, right, super right-wing conservative. Is like, it? he's a smart guy, and he makes really good points, but, like, his politics are, ugh, why do you think this way? Especially as a Jew, it's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i guess he's uh pro-life yeah i mean i can respect that there's logic behind it right it's just he's i mean people make him out to be this villain much more than he is because you know trigger warnings and shit like that right but he's just a guy who if uh breitbart didn't have its thing he would be nobody yeah oh dude do you hear about all the steve bannon shit what is he it just broke today it's like so basically Ooh, um, was he weinstein um no, i mean i think trump is trump totally turned on him yeah like he in it like because what happened is this book just came out and it was like a tell-all about the first year of trump's presidency Mm -hmm. and uh it's it's scathing it's like it's like there's like there's like a chapter where it's basically this anecdote about like a guy who was tasked with explaining the constitution like the mm-hmm. Bill of Rights to Trump, and yeah. he's like, I got to, I got to number four, and he was like nodding off. Yeah, I was just reading a New Yorker article that yeah. was probably referencing the, yeah. this book, but about the primary how Trump never wanted to be president. The primary source is Bannon, and mm-hmm. he's like, like, and Bannon is quoted all over the book, being like, his children are stupid. Like he's just, <laughs> and he's he's also saying things that like contradict what Trump has said about like collusion. Sure. And and Trump's like freaking out. Like apparently he want he had heard about the book before it came out, and he wanted to publicly address it before it even came out, but he was told not to because that would validate it. But now it's like gotten too much heat. So what's gonna happen? What's everyone saying? I bet nothing. I bet maybe something will happen when the fucking midterms. Yeah, but what, what does that mean? Well, I mean, it's not it's not out of question that he could be impeached. Yeah, it is. I mean, okay, it's not out no, of the question, not. but he would have to do something impeachable. 
You can't just be an idiot. But it seem but but it seems more and more like there's there's been quite a lot of like money laundering with Russia. Okay, if they find something concrete about that, then yeah, absolutely. But it seems it kind of seems like that that that's where things are going, and it's it, also like also he could um they could they could impeach him on mental health if that's in yeah, the constitution. Yeah, I know that's been floated. Yeah, and like they're probably not trying now because they don't have the numbers, but they're gonna have the numbers. That's the cabinet that has to do that. Oh right, is it? I think to invoke the twenty fifth, which is what <laughs> I think that amendment is, the cabinet has to. Something could happen. Sure. You know, something probably, something crazy shit's going to happen next year. You think so? You think this last year wasn't crazy enough? I just, like, because there will be big shifts, people will do shit, you know? I don't think just because wild stuff happened in 2017, they're like, don't you think we'll take a break? No, of course big things are going to happen. Big things are always happening, but you sound like you're thinking something specific is going to happen. No, I don't think something, there's plenty of things that could, like a war could happen with North Korea. Yep could like just happen i wonder if if he would get impeached like how more militant his supporters would become they wouldn't believe that he was just incompetent they would believe that uh, washington turned on him they would yeah just, it they would just, just there'd definitely be some conspiracy. wild conspiracy yeah. but i i think that it would also reveal like i don't think his base is as consistent as is thought sometimes like I think that his success has highlighted some of like the crazier, of course, right wing people. It, it, yeah, but I don't think they're the, the norm. Idiot. I think yeah. there's tons of people that just didn't like Hillary. Of course, there's and there's ton, you know, and there's tons of people that are just like I'm not voting for someone who is going to vote for killing babies. But I mean, yeah. most of his supporters. I mean, this is an old stat I'm quoting: is that over eighty percent of people who voted for him still say they would vote for him again. And that's I don't from know several that months that's ago. But. Still there. I think a lot of it's still there. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. None of us have any idea. And and what is that exactly are the variables for that stat? Do you mean like 80% of it would still have voted for him in 2016 or still have voted for him now? Is that assuming that he's again I think it's still against supposed Hillary? to be they're happy that they voted for him. Yeah. But like what if there was a more compelling democratic candidate? Like what if the there was a candidate that wasn't following an incumbent that had very similar views to them. You know what I mean? just don't think that... What if the candidate wasn't a woman? Like, it's just like... Sure, I just don't think people care about reason. I think people just want to feel good. What? People don't want, all right, who's the better choice? People want what makes me feel like a winner to vote for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's all in-group. Right, right. I, I got you. So, I, I don't know. I could see it going either way. I could really see it going either way going forward. More of the same or go back to what it was. I don't know. I think we're all fucked, Max. Are we getting day drunk, Joey? Yeah, maybe. I will say I have thought about getting rich, like like crypto or something like that, just because it'd be cool uh, to still have nice things after global warming destroys everything. Dude, do you hear about this new storm that's going to hit the like New York? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? I know. I read the other... And speaking of what the fuck, uh, I read by 2050 there'll be no more chocolate. What? <laughs> what the fuck is that? I know. How Sci- is there no more chocolate? Scientists are because it's grown. Uh, mo- the vast majority of it is grown in uh, plains in Africa, and that land is no longer going to be able to support growing anything. It's going to have to be put up on high elevation where there's just not enough space. So it'll be like ten percent of the world's chocolate will be left. Cacao plants. So if I were rich, after all that goes away, I could still afford chocolate. That'd be nice. That's the only reason I want money. I'm stunned. Yeah, I know. No one wants to believe it. No one wants to believe it, Max. Bananas are going away, too. You haven't heard about that. Fuck bananas. You don't like bananas? I love bananas, but chocolate. Chocolate's important, right? They put chocolate in all sorts of things. I know, and it's real good. Start stocking up now. I feel like I want to do, like, I'm like. We should do something. Save the chocolate. (laughs) Uh, If you come to Comedy Butcher, uh, none of the proceeds will go to save chocolate, but we will definitely talk about it. I say all of the proceeds. Yeah. Go to Hershey. <laughs> they don't need it. They're a corporation, Max. Let's you don't want to help Hershey's them. Pocket. You should steal Hershey. That's what you that's that's your thought, right? You should just steal from Hershey's. We're not gonna give the proceeds to them. Yeah. Yeah. Works for me. I, all right, so. I've changed my stance. We will not be donating <laughs> money to Hershey's, but I am going to start ste- stealing chocolate. You know what? I've been stealing chocolate. Yeah, you should steal more though and stock up. <laughs> I've been trying to get into dark chocolate. So Yeah. Been, dark I, chocolate is the best. You don't agree. I prefer milk. No, dark's better, man. It's got less sugar. Yeah, but it's so good. I do like it. I used it's, to hate it. It's the healthier chocolate. 
Tim got this uh, keto friendly chocolate that used stevia. It's actually uh-huh. pretty good. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot better than I. In some ways, I preferred it to regular chocolate. Sure. And it was sweet, and it would. It was just like creamy and like. Sound like a commercial, creamy, dark stevia flavored chocolate. You, you can be a little sultry. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> then again, that just, too much. It was too much. Yeah, that became perverse. Oh man, stop. <laughs> <laughs> You should do a bit where you try to sound sexy. <laughs> what do you mean, try, Max? <laughs> where you do like your sexy voice? Was that my sexy voice? Yeah. What? What? What about that? What? What? What's funny about that, Max? Because it's like you kind of sound like a. It's a little bit like, um, like chocolate love. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just talking about chocolate. Yeah, I know, but that's not the type of chocolate I'm referring to. Yeah, you're talking about black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this uh, this podcast got sufficiently weird. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird one. <laughs> this, this, uh, if you listen to the whole thing, I am uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This was fine. What do you think, Max? Yeah, it was good. All right. Okay. Febru- so, February eighth, come or don't. That's crazy. You know the date. I looked it up beforehand. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, come. No, don't not come. All right.